40 Lessons, episode 24 of the 40 Lessons podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking it out. My name is Todd B. Waldo. This podcast, this space is an opportunity for me to share the lessons that I have learned in my almost 43 years about family, career, and community, and the ones that I am still learning and still figuring out and um, the hope to share something that I think could be helpful for for you and for us as a community as we strive to, to be better. This past week, uh, I had the chance to visit friends who are doing some really great work in the community running uh, Creative Mornings. Shout out to that whole crew. It was great. Great to sit with friends and some really great colleagues and hear uh, from Chioki over at BCU. And as often happens, you know, the event's over and you're hanging out with people, and you're talking to people. And I got into a conversation about this season of life that I'm in and how I am managing through that season and was reminded of some of the best advice that I received while I was going through the years and years of counseling and therapy that were required uh, as I was going through through my divorce. I am a, and have been since I was a kid, I've been a runner. Even now, just because of my surgery and my Achilles tendon about a year ago, just you know, kind of getting back into the routine a little bit. But I've loved it. I've loved getting out on the road into fields when I ran cross country. And, you know, learning how to do pace and how to work your body. And just at this point, when I get to running, it's it feels like my body just remembers what to do. I'll, I'll talk about that in a moment. But I was sitting in my counseling session and, you know, trying to figure out just the things that are going to keep me healthy, how to navigate through all the things that I'm feeling and the demands that are on my life while I am emotionally healing and going through uh, going through this therapy. And my therapist brought out of me, she said, there's, there's two traits that I think are important about, about just who you are. She said, you're a runner and you really understand pace. She said, you're also a musician, you're a drummer in particular. And so you understand cadence and you know, when the rhythm is off, you know, when the pace is too fast or too slow. So you need to really be sensitive to that. Trust that, trust that intuition that's in you. Trust that, trust that natural gifting that you have. And use it for your life. Use it to maintain the balance you need to be the healthiest version of you that you can. And she was absolutely right. And I look at all the demands that I have in life. And I'm always categorized as someone who's busy, like many of you. My calendar, which I like, I like the colors on my calendar to, to distinguish, you know, the different things that I'm responsible for doing. There's lots of colors on my on my Google calendar. And then when you take my Google calendar and you put my Outlook calendar together, like it's it's packed full of things. So there's a lot. There's a lot that I've committed to. There's a lot that I'm responsible for doing. But I've learned to be sensitive to the pace of my life. So I, I got to be good so I can be good. Meaning that I have to really focus on my own self-care and set it as a priority. If I don't do that, then I have nothing to give to my family, to my career, to my community. There's, there's nothing. There's nothing else. There's nothing there for me for me to give out. So that means that I have to I've got to watch what I put in my body, what I eat and what I drink. And I have to be sensitive to when my body lets me know that I am not good putting good things into my body. There was a season of my life where I dealt with two things. 
my blood pressure was chronically high and I got migraines almost every single day. And when I, you know, was starting trying to figure out what to do about these migraines, I was just popping pills, to be honest. I just throw some Advil in and see if that would just numb it and get rid of it. And it didn't. Maybe for a little bit, but, you know, they would always they'd always come back and went to my doctor and then end up seeing a specialist and realized that there's nothing wrong with your brain. There's physically nothing wrong with you. But the way you manage life, the way you manage stress, it's horrible. And so this chemical imbalance in your body that's causing these migraines, like you can do something about that. Well, my blood pressure was consistently too high, which was causing these all these other problems that manifest themselves in my life. Again, it was it was a change to my diet, a change to my habits, a change to my behavior that caused me to be healthier. So I got to be sensitive to my body and knowing you have not slept enough. You haven't rested enough. You are going too strong. You are going too hard and you need to make a change. And I know it. I can feel it. I, I know when it's going on. The same is true emotionally. If I am not managing and creating space for me to, to do to feel all the feelings and for me to go through my own thoughts and considerations and Find those places that are life-giving for my soul, the things that ground me and anchor me. Um, spending time creating art and experiencing art, spending time with people, spending time in prayer and meditation and just doing the stuff that keeps me grounded. If I don't do that, I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. And so the sensitivity to the pace, realizing that there's this really natural gifting has been important and I have to apply that to my life. And there are there are moments when that's easier than than others, of course. But I know the cost. The cost is that if I don't do that, then I wear myself out. And I've got this beautiful, amazing little girl that needs her daddy to be at his best and to give to her the kind of life that she she needs. So daddy's got to daddy's got to take care of himself. Daddy's got to be around. So there's things that I have to do for me to be successful as an engineer in my career and help lead the teams that I have to lead and support infrastructure like I have to do, I got to be at the top of my game. And to do that, I need to get the rest that I'm supposed to. I need to make sure that I'm mentally and spiritually and emotionally prepared to engage, to solve the problems that stand before me. And my community needs it. There are some really big problems for us to solve. Really big. And so the energy required for me to, to advocate and collaborate and connect with others I got to have it. I got to have I got to have stuff in me. And if I don't, then I'm not good for my community. So my hope for for you is that just be practical about it like this. This is not it's not rocket science. You don't have to make it too hard. Many of us struggle with it. We just struggle with just going so hard and wearing ourselves out, being good for other people, but not being good for ourselves. I, I, I don't know that if I didn't have that moment with my counselor. Like if I didn't, if I didn't ex experience deep and just life shattering trauma and tragedy and difficulty and hurt and pain, and then turn to a place to get help. If I didn't do that, I don't know that I would have arrived at this understanding of who I am or what it takes for me to be healthy. You know, I, I experienced more than once in my life, just real deep physical pain and I'd have surgery to correct that. And after that happens, you go to physical therapy me going to emotional therapy for me to heal my heart and to heal my soul helped me to realize what I have to do to maintain that. And so you got to be practical. One thing you can do, just book your own self-care time. If you are 
a real type A like me, if you are a person who's a little bit OCD like me, if you live by your calendar, if you don't know what you're doing in a given day until a reminder pops up on your calendar and gives you a ding and tells you where you're supposed to be in 30 minutes, book it. Just book it. Go to your calendar, put a reoccurring meeting, one hour every other day for you. And be faithful to it. Like arrange your life according to those times. Take your phone, put it into do not disturb mode, like 11, 12 o'clock at night to like six or seven in the morning. Stop the notifications, stop your phone from ringing unless it's like, you know, family. And you can create a little list of these emergency ones have to come through. But just like stop it, like stop the routine for a little bit and take care of you. You're worth that. So many times we don't believe we're even worth carving out time. Like we just have to give. We got to go hard. We always got to do for other people. You got to stop it. You got to stop it at some point and just set yourself as a priority. And you're, and you're worth doing that. So be practical. Set aside some time. Block out time in your calendar. Let the phone go to do not disturb. Just carve out some space and try to get that pace right. Try to get that balance right. And if you can't do it, get some help, help to, to find somebody and say, hold me accountable. Like just you be the person to remind me to take care of myself. Like find someone who's really trusted, who you can let them know if you're succeeding or failing and they'll love you through that. And just find someone to help you navigate it until it becomes habit, until it becomes your practice. We practice until it becomes our practice, right? So you're going to need some practice to get it in there. And so maybe finding someone to help you be accountable. My hope for all of us is that if we do that, if we can just care for ourselves, then we will start to maybe have something in us to start to care for others better. Like I mentioned, we got a lot to solve in our community. You know, I, I was able to spend some time uh, working with many of you in our community on um, all the actions that were required to get this meals tax pushed forward. And we'll, we can talk about that at a different time. But that required some energy to have conversations and to connect with people and hear all the viewpoints and all that stuff to try and support that and continuing to find avenues to support our education system and all the inequities that are there. Like that requires energy. You know, the organizations that I support, the, the events that I'm a part of, the causes that I get involved in, that requires energy. And so for all of us who do that, my hope is that if, we're, if we figure out ways to care for ourselves, that we will start to pour more energy into our community helping people to navigate through all the things that are before them, all the challenges that they have to face day to day. And we can do that in individual ways, you know, kind of in that micro where we're kind of helping person by person. But we got to do it in some of those bigger ways too. You know, thinking about our structures and our procedures and policies that are rooted in injustice that continue to support the inequities that are in our community. So we got to do both. So that's my hope for all of us, that if we can get the right routines in our lives individually, that we'd be really good for our community. Being good so that we can be good. All right. As always, you can send your comments or questions or suggestions or all that stuff to Todd at ToddBWaldo.com. Again, this is 40 Lessons Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you take care of yourself and everybody. Let's take care of each other. Talk to you next time.